This is Channel 253. In this episode of We Art Tacoma. In my opinion, at least the way that I work, you never know, you know, it's through connection and relationship that the creative sparks are are lit. And, and um, if somebody's feeling down, somebody else can maybe help them up at that point. And just, we really, you know, we hear it all the time. You know, we need to do this together. And I, I just, I don't want that to be a platitude. You know, I'm really trying to feel very deeply um, about how that works and, and how, how it benefits us. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. How are you, producer Doug? Lonely. Lonely, self-isolating. <laughs> yeah, it's the time for that, that's for sure. I'm uh, trying to get work done, trying to parent, trying to get a little writing done. I actually do have uh, my new sci-fi novel is out on Kindle and paperback right now, which is cool. Yay. So I'm trying to also, you know, market a novel on the side of all of that. So semi-human available now. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I would have taken copies to Kings, but uh, not an option this time. People can uh, do it online and download it and while away their, their time at home with your While book. away their time. Yeah. Today's guest is Amy McBride from the city of Tacoma, uh, the office of... Uh, is it Office of Arts and Cultural Vitality, I think is, uh, yes, Office of Arts and Cultural Vitality. Um, I was really interested to talk to her about some of the ways that uh, the city is trying to help uh, uh, the nonprofits and creatives and artists in our community. So uh, let's give it a listen. All right. Welcome uh, to week 85 of quarantine. <laughs> My guest today <laughs> is Amy McBride. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Eric. It's so good to be so, so good to see your faces on Zoom. You yes, and Doug. Zoom is a lifeline right now. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, you know, I'd, I'd be lying to say that everything was great. I have my own uh, challenges and my own uh, practices and stuff to do what I call try to manage my nervous system. So, um, yeah. but I'm, I'm grateful. I'm very, very grateful. And um, I'm so glad that we live in such an amazing community and um i think creativity and innovation are are needed now more than ever yeah. on all fronts so uh we're really really lucky to have such an amazing community um would, to address us with yeah would you uh, remind listeners what, what you do at the city sure i'm the arts administrator for the city of tacoma and i manage the office of arts and cultural vitality i want to give a shout out to my staff they've just been incredible naomi strom avila lisa jarrett clarissa guinness chevy chung and rebecca salverson just uh they're just working really hard during this time to to uh keep moving forward what we can move forward and try to continue to provide stability and a, and a good foundation for for creatives to be able to have the grace and ease they need to to do what they do which is making magic happen you know i mean the thing is I know you know this as a writer and, a, and a, an actor and theater person and musician, Doug, you know, um, artists give 
voice to the difficult and um, are able to kind of hold paradox, which I think we're in the the heart of. It's both, you know, horrible, so horrible and destabilizing on on one hand and so beautiful on on the other hand. And um, just being able to, to... bring new things into existence and to bring bring some delight to folks. I mean, there's so many great things I've seen popping up just in the community. Um, I don't know if you know Jamika Scott, but she's been doing these amazing TikTok videos of how to wash your hands. And they've been remixed and posted. I, I heard her referred to as the queen of quarantine the other day, <laughs> um, which is great. And um, I don't know if you've seen some of the home videos that Salong Chun has been doing with his family um, that are just fantastic. Of course, nationally, the club quarantine that DJ D-Nice has done that just like infuses this amazing. I turned it on one Saturday afternoon and it just lifted my spirits and in an incredible way. And I'm so, so thankful for those who are able to, to pull that out and to share that with everyone. And I also know that um, this pandemic is, it's indiscriminate. And uh, I found at least, I mean, I think it is, it, it gets at every single uh, possible insecurity that, that we may have each as individuals. Um, and so finding those spaces for creativity where there is some, some place of joy and um, expression and celebration and grieving and giving voice to that is so important now. But I also know that those, you know, people are, are unable to touch on that sometimes. And, and, you know, it's it's like this, this tricky thing, like get out there and make music now, get out there and write that book. And, you know, that's not easy either. I I saw a tweet that really resonated with me. It was like, did you know, uh, Shakespeare wrote King Lear while his kids asked for a little snack every 15 seconds. You know, yes, maybe in theory you can get some special creative work done during this time, but it's really hard when there's kids, when there's just the weight of the world on your shoulders. Um, You know, God bless the people who can build that new skill um, and who can maybe open that Word document and start a novel. But it's it's a hard time to be be doing that work um, just when there's all this uncertainty happening and and I really applaud the people who are um, who are finding ways to be online to create audiences and engage um, and help us build community in that way um, but uh, but yeah definitely we have to respect all the people who are just trying to make it work trying to get through absolutely it. absolutely yeah but I see you know people baking and yep. um, just like really uh, I started hula hooping for example I mean, that's so, interesting if, if uh, what I've realized too is it not only like dissipates anxious energy it kind of massages that that area of the adrenal glands around right. the, the the waist so right. that's one tip <laughs> there are million, millions, know. whatever people can do to um, get a little bit of, of peace and relief um, during this time is, yeah. is the space we need to be in because that, that's where that's where the good ideas emerge. It's where where we get some some ease. I and I, you know, with people with little children at home, a, a friend of mine made a point the other day that was so beautiful to me. Um, her her twin daughters are, I think they just turned four. And of course, as an adult, um, you know, struggling with, with her own stuff, she said, I know that they, they are going to remember this time. They're not going to know all the stuff around it. So I'm doing everything I can to help them have, you know, uh, 
this positive, wonderful experience during this time where they, you know, who knows what they'll be looking back, back at. But, um, I just, that just sat, sat with me, um, yeah. in a powerful way. And yeah. I know you have, you have little kids. Mine, mine's all big. He's having his own issues. You know, as a, <laughs> young, a young man uh, trying to figure out how to enter the, re-enter the world in, in the state. So right. I just oh. want to you know, acknowledge all the, all the, you know, holding the, the beauty and the, and the, and the difficulty in the, in the same place. It's hard. Yep. Um, I think the other part of this is, you know, a lot of the artists and arts organizations have really just, you know, encountered a cliff that they never expected. Um, I don't think anyone realized how much we all relied on people being able to go out and do things and see things and, you know, it's easy to think as a nonprofit executive director that you're diversified in your funding or something like that. And then something like this happens and, um, and you know, everything just, just stops. And I know the Grand Cinema has laid off, you know, every single uh, employee, including the, the director. They do have some online things going, but, all, you know, looking all around uh, the city, I'm sure there's, there's many, many stories like that in our arts community. Um, and there are some interesting things that I can see, you know, kind of from the feds or the state that are, you know, maybe options for some of them. The PPP, the payroll protection thing might cover some or the different benefits from the SBA. Like I can see all these big things, but none of them are really tailored to artists. And I wonder if you have um, an update on what, what the city might be able to do um, to help us with this time. Absolutely. Well, um, we are so, so fortunate to have Tacoma Creates in the mix. So we had already um, been moving forward to uh, implement the inaugural funding programs for Tacoma Creates. Um, The applications were out on the streets and we were um, receiving those applications and had the panelists all set up and the process all set up to make sure we maintain the fidelity of that program in that, you know, it does come from a state legislation and then, and then we passed our local legislation in December um, to extend uh, eligibility to more folks that, that really represent our cultural community in Tacoma. A lot more is a lot more room than the uh, state legislate, state legislation identified. Um, so we have uh, 58 organizations in the two funding programs, Comprehensive and Impact is what they're called who are eligible and going through process right now. Um, So we are prepared to uh, distribute that funding. And what we're we're, um, proposing to council, and we'll go to city council on on the 14th, is um, maintaining the integrity of that program, but pivoting in response to the national and regional wisdom around getting money out soon, converting it or redirecting it for immediate relief and uh, immediate operational so that organizations can get on their feet a little bit more, know what they have to plan for, um, be able to keep people employed. Um, And so what we're proposing is that the, it's a little bit confusing, but hopefully I can explain it well. Okay. Okay, So imagine the pandemic didn't happen. Imagine, (laughs) remember those days? Yeah. We would have been moving forward with this process the organizations uh, go through the, the the review panel, and they're allotted an amount of money that would go through uh, June of 2021. And we're you know back a couple months ago, we we're 
looking to distribute about five to six million. Um, and that's in, over the course of this through June of 2021, basically. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So and um, and for those who don't remember, this is a uh, one tenth of a percent of sales tax that uh, is collected is where this funds came from that we authorized in 18, 19. Yeah, it was a, I think it was voted in in November 2018. Yeah. Um, tax started getting collected in April of, of 2019 and, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, so we're so fortunate to have this uh, funding available for the, for the cultural sector nonprofits. Um, so what we're able to do or what we will be able to do if, if council approves this on Tuesday is to continue with our process, which we're doing, we're in the middle of it, and staff has just been, and, and I just wanna thank the, the volunteers who are on the, the review panels. Um, they're doing yeoman's work to, to get through these and to, and to um, consider them with, with the uh, integrity that the criteria was set up to. Um, are, yeah. Yes, you know what I'm saying? So, I do. The, so the criteria here, you're eligible, you're doing good work. Most of the programming that, that organizations were asked to speak to um, was to happen after June. Okay. So um, knowing that these are, are different times, uh, really being able to look to look at that whole whole review process, but to be able to pivot the first phase of funding toward immediate relief. And we're looking to... Um, work with the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation, who has been just fantastic in, in mobilizing and coalescing community around this. And they're going to, if, if this is approved, they'll be able to, we'll contract with them to act as a pass-through to be able to get the money out to the organizations uh, much more quickly than we would if we went through our, our um, city processes. Hmm. And, then, and then we will, we the city will be able to contract with the organizations for the recovery stage where programming can start to happen again and we can we can uh, be able to identify what emerging needs there may be in the community and how organizations can lean into that i know people are doing it anyway whether they have funding or not i know the tacoma city ballet is sewing masks for people um a number of organizations tacoma arts live and tupac and I think Asia Pacific Cultural Center are, are leaning in to help with the, uh, there's an emergency uh, responders, kids kids camps that are going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so wherever there are opportunities uh, the, for the cultural sector to lean into to greater civic good is, is what we're all about. And I hope that this can help um, generate more of that kind of thinking and collaborative efforts um, that the creative sector can can lean into. So it sounds it sounds like the the organizations who already applied, um, you're going to be able to to front a lot more than you were initially thought. But it's but it's probably not going to people who didn't apply or who were not already eligible. Is that my understanding of what what you just or, said? Correct, correct. And of course, you know, I bite my nails around that because my goodness, there's always so much more that one can do. Right. Um, but there are 58 organizations that are eligible. That's it's great. a wonderful cross-section of, of small to large organizations, POC-led organizations, um, and representation in, in a lot of different areas of Tacoma and people who serve um, different areas of Tacoma. So I feel pretty excited about the folks that are within those 58 organizations, and I see them as catalysts to be able to move 
um, this money deeper into community to to connections with whomever each organization has. Um, and and I'm excited to get to the phase where we get to work together to figure out collectively what what else can happen. Yeah. And really to get to this to, to get to to help the cultural organizations along you know with whomever else to um, to be able to be in that space of imagining, to be able to have some sense of what they can do, some sort of toehold, so that they can become um, as effective and as as responsive as possible. I think I think that's key to this to this first phase of of, of relief and kind of that operational support, just so people can get some level of stability, so that they can figure out where they can move and how they can be most helpful. Yeah. Um, one thing that that the uh, mayor suggested, and we're working on, um, is is the idea that um, we as the city aren't, and and we've been saying this with with the Office of Arts and Cultural Vitality for years. Our role isn't to produce all this stuff that's for you know all these all young amazing people out there who do this. But what what foundation can we provide to allow that to grow? And so um, one thing we are looking to put together is is what we can do to provide a platform for organizations and artists to share their work, um, to, to, um, help lift spirits during this difficult time of social distancing. Yeah. Um, and to really play that role as we, we work together for recovery and reimagination. Cause when we do get to come back together, you know, what does that look like? And how do we, how do we help to, I keep having a fantasy of having a giant birthday party for everybody who, who had birthdays in quarantine, you know, for example, um, just, you know, that's just my yeah. uh, little fantasy, but, but I'm sure there are millions of other really great ideas out there. And, and I know this community is always incredible at coming together and, and being innovative and working intersectionally. So I know, I know, you know, the, the Pierce County Health Department is doing yeoman's work and, and all, everything that they're doing. And they're looking to um, draw from the creative community to how do we help communicate? How do we help support? How do we help engage people? What, and I really think, you know, drawing deep into everybody, each of us has to be figuring out how we bring our gifts forward at this time. And it's, it's tricky. Like, you know, I, I keep thinking about, you know, in, in the creative sector, like sort of the let's put on a show uh, urge, right? Yes. You know, and, and then we have that like, yeah, but then we go, ah, but, but I can't, uh, but I, all the things, you know, like all my superpowers that I usually can like <laughs> grab, you know, with ease. And, and so much of that has to do with connection and seeing folks and, and being able to spark, ideas to be in that space where, where ideas can be sparked and, um, implemented. So yeah. like I, right now it, it's really hard. You have, a, I have ideas spark and then they can't work because of this. And, Oh, I didn't realize that. And Oh, that thing's new now. And this rule is different. And, you know, so it's, it's yeah. really, it's really tricky. Um, but I, I still think like digging deep into, to where that, that urge comes from and being able to get to a place where we can, we can move, um, I, great ideas forward and, and try to, you know, I'm just really seeking, uh, trying to get, figure out where simplicity is in all this. Like we, I, I feel like, I don't know if it's, it's, uh, it just it's simple over complicated. It's, <laughs> it's my mantra. That would definitely be a good thing right I'm now. Like, I'm a queen of complicating things because you know, I like to think big and right. that takes a lot of pieces. The other things that we're looking to do is, is really, we know, like, 
one can reflect back on the w the wpa projects of the 40s and really really thinking about how artists are working and have been working in in um, the civic space you know public art is is a key key component to that so we're looking to identify um, which projects can keep moving how we can put artists to work we have great um, partnerships in, in public works and in environmental services um, who are looking, you know, like the traffic box wraps, are those things that can continue? Sure, that's a great way to engage artists to do design and, and um, get work out there that doesn't um, threaten anything around social right. distancing um, in partnership with, with Metro Parks. Uh, we've had in play a, a training program for artists that we're calling PARC, P-A-R-C. And it has some great, the acronym means something great, but I can't remember what it stands for. <laughs> but um, there are 12 artists that are in that program and we're going to be continuing on with, with their training. Good. Um, understanding that, you know, things are going to come back online and we want people to be able to to be ready to go when, when they're ready to go. So I'm really excited about, about those opportunities and we'll be looking at, at more ways um, to be implementing those kinds of things. So. Um, when I think about that creative space and, and really the problem solving part, I get, ex I get excited. It's just trying to get some of these, some of this relief and, and foundational, um, funding, uh, clear, you know, so that we can start, start working on some of those other things a little more with a more focused approach. Yeah. That sounds really wonderful. Uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. Hi, this is Nate Bowling, host of the Channel 253 podcast, Nerd Farmer, and proud Alaska Airlines MVP. You know I love Alaska Airlines, but it's not just me. Recently, Condé Nast Traveler named Alaska the best U.S. airline, and this is the second year in a row. So for the last two years, a travel magazine, folks who should know, had given top marks to Alaska Airlines. What do you think put Alaska over the top? In-flight messaging or movies on your phone on select flights? The outstanding customer service? The stellar mileage program where you actually get rewarded for the miles you fly, not just dollars you spend? My vote? The signature fruit and cheese platter and the Northwest craft beers. For your next trip, don't even visit the travel sites. Just skip them and go to alaskaair.com and make your flight with the best U.S. airline. Thank you, Alaska, for your sponsorship of Channel 253 and congratulations. Are, are there other things the city is able to do, do you think, to be able to start helping some of those other arts organizations or individual artists at a time like this? I know it's a, um, as you said, you know, it's, it's uh, some of those things can be complex, even if we're aiming for simple. Um, and there's lots of people who need help right now, but I'm curious if there's anything you think we might might be able to do. Yeah, the other thing that we're doing, the other thing we're proposing, and these are, again, the things that we can influence. Um, is that the Arts Commission funding uh, for arts projects and Tacoma Artists Initiative program that does fund individual artists, we are recommending to convert those existing contracts as well to immediate operational. So um, what, you know, instead of producing whatever project somebody was going to do, um, just allowing them to to figure out how how they can best use their the money to yeah. to pay rent and figure out if there is you know what what are the public benefits people can provide in these times and and um, again to try to provide some ease with an exchange of um, 
we know people are doing great work and and uh, what can they do to to help share that with with the public again if, if we the city are able to have a platform through um, helping to to post um, information about what folks are doing or little snippets mm -hmm. of, of creative acts um, we want to be able to to get that out to the public as well but you know but, but it's a fine line it's also we don't want to say oh you know this is immediate funding but then you have to do all these things to get it so it's trying to, to maintain that space of, of integrity um right but uh and, and the contractual relationship of you know where the city the city can't just gift money so it's it's a it's a fee for service and you have to do something for it yeah yeah it, so that's the space we're trying to hold in uh, i mean we as a community are are so lucky to have tacoma creates um there's not some additional magical pot of money somewhere to right. do some great you know uh money for everybody thing, which you know i wish i wish i could pull that rabbit out of a hat but i um I, well, I i appreciate how how you and your staff have on the tacoma arts list have been sending links to you know hey there's this sba thing you know for emergency grants and here's this thing about the the payroll protection thing um and it's not going to be you know apply to everyone um but it's the kind of thing where uh i think that the creative entrepreneurs out there, either individual artists or the nonprofits, which totally qualify, um, all can be using those things just like any other business. I read something, I, I guess I'm just quoting things I read on Twitter during this interview, but um, something like, you know, like if you didn't think the arts were important, imagine getting through this without music, books, movies, and television, you know, like, like right. clearly we're uh, as, you know, creating art is pretty important right now um yeah. to how people are coping um absolutely um we are um couple couple things that i think are i know that um inspire washington and and whip smart who's part of an, a nonprofit started through washington filmworks yeah. um that we've been working with i know you've been part of our creative economy um efforts in trying to you know we're in the middle of surveying the impact of the creative economy right during all Tacoma. this <laughs> i mean it's so strong and powerful and it is like uh, um but you know, it, it's wonderful to be working with them because Amy Lillard and her folks at, at Whipsmart and the fantastic team at Artist Trust and Inspire Washington, which is the organization that, that got the cultural access programs started, are, have all been really working hard to make sure that, that freelance artists or freelance folks in general and, and sole proprietors are included in these CARES Acts because so often um, what what is also what, what is called the gig economy, which is confusing because some people think about it, think of that as uh, tech, but um, we're talking gig as in uh, Doug and his uh, band. Right. <laughs> able to, you know, getting the gig. Are, artists do the gig, right? And they're, they're so often, um, they so often fall through the cracks of, of typical economic development uh, packages and things like that. So I'm so grateful for the advocacy on that level to make sure that freelance folks are included in those packages. Um, we're launching a kind of a, just a very informal Zoom creative conversation on, on Fridays. The first one is, is tomorrow. No, today, today's Friday, <laughs> you know, time, <laughs> days, COVID whatever. standard time. 
Oh my goodness. That is, I, that is the worst, but no, it's not the worst. There are many worse things, but it's challenging that the time I'm time is not my best. Thing to be <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, just, just a chance for people to talk to each other. I mean, just, you know, to be on this phone or this Zoom call with you all this morning just lifts my heart. It's like, yay, yeah. there's Eric and Doug. I'm so happy to get to see you. Yeah. And so if, if even just that of the ability for people to talk to each other and, and to, to be making those connections because in my opinion, at least the way that I work, um, you never know, you know, it's through connection and relationship that the creative sparks are, are lit. And, and, um, if somebody's feeling down, somebody else can maybe help them up at that point. And just, we really, you know, we hear it all the time, you know, we need to do this together. And I, I just, I don't want that to be a platitude. You know, I'm really trying to feel very deeply, um, about how that works and, and how, how it benefits us. And, and some of that is, you know, really trying to stay in our best role. Like what is, what is the best thing I can do for this now? Cause I, I know when I think about all the things that need to happen, I get overwhelmed and I can't, I'm not working in my best place. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, and it's so counterintuitive it, it, and I'm going to get a little bit, uh, I mean, I, I've been working very hard the past seven years through meditation and stuff to manage my nervous system and to kind of try to stay in that space. Cause I know, um, when we're in that uh, place of, of calm that the best stuff emerges, right. Easier said than done. And, uh, I'm being challenged even with all my practices to, <laughs> to do it. So I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be Pollyanna about any of this. It's, it's just, um, I think we really need to, to come to this, whatever we're doing with, with kindness and compassion and try to keep our fears at bay and our scarcity thoughts at bay so that we can, can really approach this yep. in, in the most I'm, uh, yeah. successful way, which Absolutely. is, which is, you know, I'm, I'm really thinking a lot of now about like how we, how we come out of this as an arts community and, you know, as a group of nonprofits and, and like, it seems there's going to be these, you know, this like push me, pull you kind of feel of, you know, like, like, you know, you want to go out and you want to see a movie at the grand or you want to go um, see a show at uh, Tacoma Arts Live or the symphony. And yet there's going to be some of that anxiety tied to it as well. Um, and so I think it's going to be a, a slow, a slow ramp for a lot of these organizations where we want to help, we want to do something, but you know, there's, there's not even just the, the governor's, you know, uh, you know, edicts about it. It's going to be more like just like you know, are, you know, are we good going out in public again and and being in groups of people? And when even if we're allowed to, are how are we going to want to engage in that way? And um, it's something I'm really thinking a lot about, just because I, I mean, obviously, I very much want to be out in the world right now. Um, but you know, if I go see uh, a movie. Uh, or if I go see a show, I'm going to want a big bubble around me. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, I think really, it's going to be really tricky for some of these organizations as we, as we start getting out of this thing. Um, because I, I suspect a lot of people feel like me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're, we're trained, you know, it's like, um, one of my saving graces is to go for a social distancing walk every day. Yeah. Um, walks have been so- great so grateful um for that for that ability and but i realized like one of the first days that i was on my walk and a person was approaching me um my 
typical thing like, oh, I should cross the street, but oh, is that rude to cross the street? They're going to think that I don't like that them. Micro that micro aggression, yeah. Right, as opposed to, wait, no, I'm being good. The crossing is, we need to, you know, like, so having to to recondition ourselves to to those new, new norms. And um, I was even thinking like, is somebody going to come out with the with the protocol like you know when somebody's approaching you it's i think i think i've seen something like that actually i think that that it's there i i actually i mean i've been spending a lot of time just in the middle of the street like on you know the little residential streets of tacoma um no one's driving well not no one very few people are driving yeah um and I, I even, I know that there's some cities that have given like explicit right-of-way permissions for, for people to do that. Um, hmm. Hmm. So, yes, yeah. but, but to your point, you know, that's, we don't know how, how, how this is going to impact people's uh, ability to shift that or, or what yeah. that's going to look like. And, you know, it's just uh, trying to keep it one step at a time and, uh, and to be able to have the space as, as these issues emerge to uh, problem solve them and to figure out how, you know, so what, what are the, what is, what are the norms of today and how do we, where do we want to go with, with these and what do we need to do to, to change it? Yep. In a creative yep. space? Any, any final things you want to say about what's happening or what, what you see on the horizon or right now? Um, I think that I just want people to um, be aware of, of, the things that are that are uh, available to them so we have lists on our website and links to other things um i know there's just an inundation of information i know that there is uh i recommend if people have any uh income that they want to divert to supporting working artists that artist trust has a COVID 19 artist relief fund that they set up very early i know that there were about um $150,000 $150,000 at least of, of Tacoma artists asks to that fund. Um, so if anybody has some some extra money they would like to throw that way, I, I recommend that as a way to, to get money um, to, to those in need. I also have heard, you know, with Tacoma Creates that um, it, it will, the nonprofits that would be receiving Tacoma Creates funding um, are stepping away from stepping into the space where the social service nonprofits really need. So it, it does relieve that, um, some of that pressure. Um, and so I think that that's, you know, it's part of a, a bigger mix, like whatever money we can get into our community and for cultural organizations to be leaning into to the greater need is, is a huge blessing for, for our community. Right. Um, I'm trying to think I had a couple other, uh, just want to see if there's anything. I invite people to join in the four o'clock conversation on Zoom this afternoon. There's also and that's a every, webinar. That, that's every Friday. You said every Friday yeah. at four. Yeah, and it's iterative. You know, we're, we we heard from a, an artist in the community suggesting this as as a way for for folks to connect, and I'm hoping that as a result of that, we can uh, figure out how you know what what could that look like. You know, I, I've I've seen. Um, I know Nick Faust, uh, he did a great, uh, with others. I just don't know everybody who's involved, but I think there early on was a, like an online sing-along sort of a, a thing. Um, so what, what do people want to do? How can they, ha- how can we help support each other? Um, how can we get, c- continue developing these spaces where, where good ideas can emerge, um, and where, 
you know, we can really continue to, to, um, to connect because that's, that's the way that we're going to be able to move through this and, and to get to that, that beautiful space of recovery, um, and quote unquote, the new normal, which I don't, I don't is, that, is that last hour's new normal or this hour's new normal? Yeah, I don't even like to use that term anymore. <laughs> term anymore. but um i think it's you know for me one of the hardest things is just kind of pacing like i said that urge to want to let's put on a show but not knowing what the show can look like or you know and i i'm using the show in air quotes but um uh i'm just i'm looking forward to um council reviewing our proposal on tuesday and that will enable us to to get money out in the community um and that'll, you know, that's sort of an important step and all of these other things, at least for what, what my staff can focus on, uh, will be opened up a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I wish I could be more something. I wish I could be more something. We Eric. all want to be more something right now. <laughs> we do indeed. Amy, thank you so much. I'm, I'm, uh, I, you and I had actually talked about having you on at some point about the creative economy stuff that uh, WhipSmart is doing. So maybe that will still happen. But uh, I appreciate having you here today to talk about um, what you see happening in the city. So thank you. It's my pleasure. Thanks for letting me have a chance to chat with you and, and anybody else who's listening. And I just I want to send all my love and appreciation out for everybody. And um I know we we can get through this and and I'm, again just can't imagine doing it without all these creative creative minds in our in our town so Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you Amy. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. We Art Tacoma is part of the Channel 253 Podcast Network. Check out our other shows. Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Move to Tacoma, Taco Man, Flounder's B-Team, Crossing Division, Citizen Tacoma, What Say You, and Give Me the Mic. This is Channel 253.